du lyssnar på en podcast från Expressen. Fler poddar hittar du på expressen.se-podcast och på iTunes. Hej välkomna till en ny podcast med mig Magnus Nyström på plats i Prag för hockey-VM. Nu tillsammans med en legend i min bransch, Terry Jones, Edmonton Sun. Jobbat och bevakat NHL ända sedan 70-talet. Och finns det med mig på medieavdelningen i Hockey Hall of Fame. You remember of Hockey Hall of Fame? Pretty good. <laughs> well, I never set out to be a member of the Hockey Hall of Fame, but uh, you get old and I guess they give you that. <laughs> But a tremendous career. You've been covering hockey for many, many years, and uh, you're still at it full time. And really well, enjoy covering this sport. I've been trying to outweigh outweigh the hockey gods because at the front end of my career, I was blessed. Well, it goes back to the quite a way, but uh, the front end of my NHL career, shall we say, because I did the World Hockey Association and junior and all that sort of thing before then. But at the start of my National Hockey League career, I was there before Gretzky showed up. Yeah. And I had that, with these eyes I've seen with Gretzky, Messier, Curry, Coffee, Fear, you know, all the guys that are up in the banners and in the hockey, the real hockey Hall of Fame, not the wing over where they put the writers and the broadcasters. Uh, uh, you know, the five Stanley Cups uh, that probably should have been uh, a few six, more. seven, eight, yeah, or nine, yeah. depending on... Uh, Peter Pocklington not owning the team or somebody else or whatever, uh, but still. And uh, for the last nine years, they've been missing the playoffs yeah. and they've been in 30th, 30th, 29th. Uh, but all of a sudden, uh, they've got a nice collection of young talent and bingo, bango, bongo, Connor McDavid shows up, the next Gretzky, yeah. <laughs> we think, and uh, I think. And... Uh, Could be pretty exciting this again. is not a good time to retire. <laughs> I want to see this. I've waited for this. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if we start a little to go back in time, I mean, those years, I, I mean, I feel blessed that I saw a couple of games with right. that old Edmonton Oilers team, especially in Edmonton. Yeah. And I also have to say that I remember being a rookie writer and, and I asked you a couple of questions. You were really nice to the fellow from Sweden that showed up there. Uh, well, I've been the fellow from Canada on the other hand a lot of times. Right? Yeah. But how about that team? If you look back oh. to that amazing team they had that were all the whole You know, fans. one of the problems with it, and I've, I've written books about the team. I, I wrote the first and last book on, uh, on, on Wayne Gretzky's career while he's playing uh, and a bunch of things like that. But the, 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 when you do that, all those years kind of go together, right? Yeah. And then you sit down and you write those books, and it separates. But after about three or four years, they're gone like that, right? And, uh, There are occasions when I have to read my own book to remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, uh, or we, we had a hockey writer by the name of Dick Chubay uh, that used to, you know, cover the team. And uh, so once in a while, I'll phone him from, uh, well, Prague and uh, the Czech Republic, and uh, and he'll uh, say, well, "What year was that that someone yeah. did that?" Right? And because uh, uh, he seems to have it locked in that melon of his, so I don't. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is, I'm a columnist. I don't just cover hockey. Uh, yeah, you do all sorts of sports. Uh, you yeah. mentioned halls of fame. I've been—it's I mean, ridiculous the number of hall of fame. I mean, I am old. Yeah. <laughs> Football, uh, you know, Canada sports writing, uh, Alberta, you know, yeah. those kind of things. Uh, 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 I'm probably, from what I'm told, going to be ending up in the curling hall of fame. Oh, really I'm done. Uh, I don't know. That's amazing, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, But if you're a Canadian, it's yeah, hockey. That's hockey what you're about. That's, sport, that's, yeah. that's yeah. the uh, 
that's in your blood, right? And, uh, but how was it like to follow that Euler team? I'm thinking with all those stars. I mean, it was a different world. Well, also. first of all, I was younger, and, and yeah. I traveled for you know, a, you know, I covered at least half the games on the road as well as the home games. Uh, but I've been stuck at 251 and one half. Yeah. Oiler playoff games for nine years, and the reason oh. I say half is uh, in Boston one night yeah. the lights went out, so they only played half a game there. And, uh, it was so in the Stanley Cup Finals. It was, so, yeah. and uh, uh, I think that was the year that uh, Peter. Well, my, there were two different years, but one of the years Peter Klima scored the in, yeah. in probably the other year uh, in, in I think it was fourth overtime or something like that. Yeah. Where uh, and uh, he he had the great quote about. Uh, you have to have an awfully long stick to score from the press box just earlier before that. And, uh, uh, but, the, but the thing was, is it was so different then because, uh, and I, I, I don't know to the, from what I'm, I mean, I've done several of these world championships now, but, uh, you know, there was, you know, there was a one-on-one -on -one relationship. I'd, I'd go into the dressing room after the game and I didn't have 14 television cameras uh, trying to bump me out of position or anything. I sat down beside, well, I said Gretzky. I sat down beside Gretzky myself. Everybody else wandered around the room, did their guy, and waited till I was done. And the next guy, you know, uh, I used to sit beside Wayne on the planes, you know, uh, mostly because he was afraid of flying. Yeah, yeah. And we're flying commercials, so I'd take the... He'd take the window seat and I'd take the aisle seat and nobody could get to him to wake him up to, not wake him up, he's awake, but to, to you know, bug him for autographs and stuff like that. Uh, he always handled them. I mean, I don't think that was a bigger deal because he was the most accessible guy I've ever seen <coughs> for that caliber of person. Yeah, I mean, but being that kind of superstar and as friendly as he's always been, isn't that pretty amazing? I mean, the, he's, with the, from the day he showed up in town, what you saw was what you got, right? And that was really true with it. Not everybody on that team, but pretty close. Uh, um, you know, it's it's weird how it works with someone like uh, Glenn Anderson and I didn't get along very well as a writer and a hockey player. But after he retired and I led a campaign to get him into the Hall of Fame, we're good buddies. Oh, now. yeah. You know, <laughs> he likes uh, you now. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, I enjoy I enjoy him now, and I didn't enjoy him that much when he played. Uh, uh, just, just all of those kind of things. Uh, uh, I mean, it's when you're a, when you're a sports columnist, not just a beat writer, but a sports columnist. It's a you know adversary relationship yeah, a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, they uh, can get angry and, sometimes. <laughs> well, not just that. When they get toward the end of the, your their career, you're you're writing that column saying uh, you're done. Then, yeah, uh, you know they <laughs> don't want to read that column, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it's interesting how how your relationship ends up after their careers are over. And yeah. and we just had a wonderful event in Edmonton. The uh, the uh, 1984, the first Stanley Cup team had yeah, a reunion yeah. at the start of this yeah, season. Yeah, that was at the start of this and season. And they filled yeah. the entire, uh, used to be the Northlands Coliseum, but uh, Rexall Place, uh -huh. when they played it was. And, uh, and uh, you know, this got up on stage there, told stories, really well produced. And, uh, and they were in town for four days together and did all sorts of things. And, uh, and it was really fun to be incorporated into that. And, uh, <clears throat> they had the Stanley Cup there, and I'm sitting at a table with uh, 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 Jim Matheson of the Edmonton Journal. And I, at the start of that era, I was with the Edmonton Journal. I was the sports columnist there before I went over to the other paper. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, 
uh, and Maddie and I and Rod Phillips who's the play by was the play by play broadcaster who has his own banner only play by play guy and it's got like three thousand four hundred ninety two on it instead of ninety nine or seven or whatever yeah, the yeah. numbers are for the number of the games. number of games yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he uh, he uh, we were sitting at the same table and and Gretzky decided he was going to take the cup to the crowd uh-huh. okay. But his first stop was our table. Plunked the Stanley Cup down at our table, and you know, I didn't know whether to, <laughs> you know, what to do. Yeah, I mean, okay, I mean, I've been around the Stanley Cup all my life, so I mean, yeah. it's not a big deal to touch the cup or anything like that. But for him to make that gesture, yeah, yeah, that was just unbelievable, yeah. right? And oh. then he takes, you know, after he sat there for in time for the photographers to get a couple pictures, essentially, he takes it and hands the cup, and the cup starts going up around the crowd. I mean, oh. Gretz is still down on the floor. Yeah. And the, you see this, I mean... <laughs> the cup is moving around no, inside the building. That's the other yeah. thing about, about what uh, you're, you're talking about, about what a different area it is. Uh. I always uh, maintained that Stanley had more fun in Edmonton than anywhere. They took yeah. it to bars, and I yeah. mean, Stanley was everywhere, right? Yeah. And uh, the stories you could tell. But now, yeah. and, and I mean, one day I remember they, they had their... Uh, they were supposed to have their team picture after they won the cup two nights earlier. Well, they were still partying, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like four players short, so they can't do the team picture, right? But they got the cup there, and uh, and Messier in particular is there. And uh, uh, and he decides, there were, at the time, right across the road at the Forum Inn, uh, I don't know if you remember that when you came through town, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, they had a strip joint. Yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden, the cup's on the stage with this stripper, right? <laughs> and of course, we got a photographer there because yeah, he followed yeah. the cup out of the building when it left the building, right? So we got this, you know, we got black bars across the appropriate parts, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, I mean, it that's the everywhere. kind of thing. So yeah. the NHL put in a rule now where... Uh, can't do that anymore. Each player gets the cup for a day. Yeah. And it's actually very, it's, it's really turned out to be a yeah. cool oh, thing, yeah. right? Because oh, yeah, you really. get the day, you get to plan in your hometown, and, uh, yeah. and you, you know, you plan it for the day, the local fairs on or whatever, and it's, it's everybody in the community gets involved, and it's uh, uh, like Daryl Sutter, the Los Angeles Kings, uh, yeah. lives just outside of Edmonton in a place called Viking, where, where all the brothers you know, six came brothers from, came yeah. from. And he had it at the, uh, you know, set up a picnic sort of thing for the mm-hmm. town, and uh, you know, invited and yeah. quietly invited a couple of writers from Los Angeles to come up and experience this. I mean, he's got a pair of cowboy shoe boots on and blue jeans, and uh, <clears throat> like great. he came off a rodeo sort of thing. And it's, uh, but it's real down home, Daryl Slutter, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know. Uh, Small town, uh, probably the same in Sweden as they are in Canada. I've traveled a bit in Sweden, but uh, yeah. you know, uh, I think Viking Alberta is about three thousand people or something. Where yeah, I grew up in a town, I grew up in yeah. a town of three thousand people, and uh, everybody knows everybody, and it's no yeah. big deal to see Daryl Sutter walking down the street because <laughs> right? oh, that's, that's what he does all summer. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That's As a matter of fact, his dad once drove a combine to the bar when he lost a driver license. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> But it's, uh, you know, there's all sorts of, you know, you, you talk about the memories you collect yeah. over the year doing what yeah. we do. We're in, and, you know, we're not really a participant, but we're, you know, very close. we're very close to <laughs> yeah. it. And sometimes we are a participant. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes unwillingly. Why do we want to go so, uh, but, but how, yeah. about the, how about the Swedes on those old teams? I'm thinking Kent Nilsson and Willa Lindstrom. Well, when Kent Nilsson, I mean, he was a Calgary Flame all those years, mm. and there's nothing worse in the world to no. an Edmontonian than being a Calgary Flame. And Kent was one of the, 
he had almost Gretzky-like talent. Yeah. But uh, uh, Kenta doesn't show up to use it every day, okay? No. And, uh, he could take an occasional night off, uh, so to speak. Occasional. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, when, and, and they got, I think they got him in a trade for Minnesota, but I could be wrong. But yeah, he, 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 right, he came yeah. from somewhere other than Calgary. Yeah. And he'd been away for a while. But... Uh, you know they were really. Uh, he's a great guy, yeah. and, and his kid played for the Oilers for a while there, and he yeah. was he's, he was an Oilers scout for a long time. Uh, but Kent shows up, and uh, and all of a sudden, there's the stalls in the dressing room have been rearranged. Right, he's sitting beside Mark Messier, and Mark's going to put him up against the wall. If he, you, know? Yeah. <laughs> then, you know, when they get to the playoffs, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you don't take any nights off with Messier on your team. And uh, I mean, he did once pin a player up to the wall but yeah. uh uh just that and you know you didn't you didn't throw your sweater on the floor or anything like yeah. that around that team uh-huh. and uh you know they had their own little little things like that uh uh but uh uh willie lidstrom yeah. uh uh Gretzky's the uh the godfather yeah, to, his son, to yeah. his son and uh yeah they became really close they were right? really close yeah. and, and and you wouldn't really have noticed that at the time but uh uh but they were, and then I didn't realize. You know, I didn't. I can't remember writing about that part. No, of it, but, no. uh, uh, maybe I did, but uh, you know. But it was more of a finish thing in Edmonton because you had Yeri mm-hmm. Curry and Essa Tikkanen, and uh, uh, and they kind of broke Finland out. Uh, mm-hmm. That's because true. we're we're talking when we're not talking about the days when you know the hockey world was uh, you know right down to lower slobovia was scouted like crazy right oh exactly uh, they kind of were the first people in and 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 recognized what what, what was over there in finland and uh, uh, and benefited greatly from it i mean you've been in this business longer than me and i i'm working you were covering hockey for a long time and i try to avoid sounding old but sometimes i can't help myself to say and this is interesting to see what you say but my feeling when it comes to gretzky and maybe also the oiler team we will never see something like that again will we ever see i don't know i'm, I'm looking forward to this Connor mcdavid <laughs> yeah, game, i hope you're right <laughs> and then you know i'm sure they said that with uh you know, different players no, over different eras no. and different sports, and somebody else did come along, yeah, right? Uh, you know, there was never going to be another Jack Nicholas, and all of a sudden there was this kid Tiger Woods that showed. I don't think yeah, there's he's yeah. Jack Nicholas quite, but he made a hell of a shot at it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you know, I mean, uh, and you know, I don't think it's possible to have another team like that because no. I, I don't think with the salary structure and yeah. and all that that, uh, that you know that, that yeah. and and it, it's actually it stopped them mm-hmm. uh, it was just a different yeah. different way right yeah. uh, that team didn't have to break up at all i mean they if you look at their stanley cup rings yeah and and you know people didn't take a lot of notice on it but on each ring like the first one's got a carrot yeah, yeah. they've all got a carrot on them Yeah, you know, a, a garden carrot, right? Yeah, yeah, and the first yeah. one's got one bite at it, and then the second one's got two. <laughs> and that stupid little carrot on the on the Stanley Cup ring, more than money, kept that team together because the whole idea was that uh, you know, you know, let's get all the bites in the carrot that we can. But eventually, you know, when they sell Gretzky away, and it was not a trade; it was a sale. <laughs> uh, you know. And that they got another Stanley Cup out of it two years later is But that incredible. is pretty amazing too, right? They yeah, did win one cup yeah, without, without him. And people yeah. forget that. And, exactly, uh, yeah. And they had to beat him to do it. Exactly, you know, that too. Uh, Earlier in the playoffs. I remember the, the year before years. that they played uh, Los Angeles and I'm sitting 
by the pool actually at the Marriott uh, LAX at the airport there. Yeah. And they'd played game one, and Messi had just clobbered Gretzky. Yeah. I mean, the first thing he did was he just. And those guys were the best of friends. Oh. Yeah. And he, and, and he go and we're about to, it was between games, and he's about to go to game two, and he said, Jonesy, this is the toughest thing I've ever had to do. And as the series wore on, they just didn't have it in them to. You know, and Gretzky won the, or they, L.A. won the series, and uh, and I think, uh, and then Calgary beat them and and got to the final against Montreal and lost. Yeah. It. That's what happened. But yeah. uh, but the uh, you know those <coughs> those those players to put them all on one team. Well, you know what? Yeah. If you look at that team right now, I mean, they've got. You've been watching them in this hockey tournament. Uh, yeah. uh, Taylor Hall's. Might end up as the top scorer here, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's been battling some injuries and stuff like that for, you know, he's only been in one previous world championship because he's only been healthy at the end yeah. of one previous year, right? Uh, you got Jordan Everly, you got a uh, uh, kid that I really like is Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who's yeah. only been over once, and yeah. uh, he ended up with an injury at the end of the year and couldn't make it and really, really yeah. wanted to. Sometimes you'll hear players say that, they, you know, they can't come because yeah. they have an injury. He really has one and he really wanted to. To center oh, that yeah, line, yeah. but because he couldn't center it, all of a sudden the kids are playing with uh, with uh, uh, Sidney Crosby and uh, and Matt Duchesne. So yeah. you know <laughs> they're probably not missing as much as they thought they would. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but you've you've got uh, and you've got uh, you know who knows how the career of uh, Neil Yakupov is going to make yeah, out. Uh, he yeah. would. He looked He's got like, some talent, that's for sure. Well, he looked like he was going to be a bust as of last Christmas, and all of a sudden they changed coaches, and all of a sudden he looked like the guy they drafted, so yeah, who knows where that's going to go. Uh, but you add, they've, they've got these young talents that in some ways, like Taylor Hall's got a little bit of Messier in him. Uh, uh, you know, from everything I've heard, McDavid's got a lot of grits in him. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's going to be so exciting. To see well, it's just because you know, I'm, and I keep writing it, and repeating it, and repeating it. There's, like you said, there's never going to be another team like that. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see how close they can come to. You know, they may never even play in a Stanley Cup final, but I think there's something that's going to happen there with that team and they're moving into the absolute most incredible rink that's ever been built yeah, yeah. you know uh, when is that going to be done it's, it'll be not this season but the one after the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, people have no concept including the people in Edmonton because this rink got dragged through the mud uh, yeah, it was just the, it's been something that's been going oh, on for forever. six yeah. seven years yeah. but at, throughout this whole process they never took a dime out of it yeah. You know, most most rinks that get built, they start chipping away and chipping away. Well, let's get a hundred million out of here, and uh, yeah, yeah. and they don't end up, you know, but not this one. This is and it's, it's the whole intent is to completely invent down, reinvent downtown Edmonton, and uh, and it's already there's already there's signs of. I mean, people are buying condos, really and yeah. oh yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be great to see. Who's going to coach that team? Well, that's one of the. I'm spending more time answering that question <laughs> at imagine. these world championships than, than, than covering Canada versus Switzerland. I guess even some players on, on Team Canada might ask you, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, there's a very good chance. Uh, I don't think anybody's over 50%, but there's a very good chance that uh, that the man coaching Canada, Todd McClellan, is, yeah. uh, and the players I've talked to, both players about him, and they rave about what, what yeah, he's they done. Like him a lot, yeah. uh, and, he might be the right guy for the team. You know, he, he's uh, 
he's he's got more of a history dealing with young players than than Babcock, yeah. who's suddenly available, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you know and that could be if, interesting if, too. <laughs> well, I mean, Connor McDavid, uh, you know. Like I said, if he does turn out to be Gretzky, who yeah. wouldn't like to coach him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, it's a nice position to be in. Yeah. Uh, they've also got a guy that they had, you know, uh, uh, Todd Nelson from up from the minor leagues yeah. that uh, did an excellent job considering what he was working with, yeah. which was not much other than, I mean, that the supporting cast. Uh, they've got some really solid young defensive prospects coming but you know they're not ready they're 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 ready to play in the league some of them but they're not ready to be the number one number two number three number four defenseman it's gonna take a while yeah but and there's no goaltending is just a disaster yeah they have to get a goaltender between now and the start of next season i mean a good goaltender yeah no victor fast it'll take him (laughs) (laughs) so how about clefboom oscar clefboom and anton lander those are the two I'm sorry? Swedish Oilers. Yes. Uh, and Lander. Yeah, yeah, uh, Anton Lander. Uh, He's got something. He was, he, was, he was a mystery. Yeah. Uh, because he, uh, every year I go down to uh, Oklahoma City. The minor uh, team, yeah. Uh, during the All-Star break. Instead of going and watching them play a 41-19 to 19 <laughs> game or something <laughs> like that. And I really enjoy Oklahoma. It's a, it's a great place. Uh, they're not going to be there anymore. They're going to be moving the team to Bakersfield, California. But, yeah. uh, and... And... He was incredible. He's, you know, he was their best player, wearing the captain C down there yeah. and everything like that. They'd bring him up, and nothing. Yeah. You know, but they kept using him wrong because, uh, you know, he'd be on a fourth line. Or and 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 this guy, you know, Todd Nelson, as the interim coach, started put him in situations that he had him in mm-hmm. in Oklahoma yeah. City. And as soon as he did that, all of a sudden this guy's producing, right? Yeah. And. Uh, and he had a terrific second half up there, yeah. right? And coming here, and uh, I haven't watched him every game, but uh, I did watch him play a couple, and uh, and he's yeah. been fine. Yeah, on the top line. With him, and and, and, look, yeah. and looks like he should be there. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Clefbaum came up last year for the last you know, 16, 18 games, something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, looked great, looked good, looked bad, looked, you know, like a kid should. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. And, uh, and then... He came up, spent most of the year there this year. Yeah. And there were some games where you could really see this kid's going to be, you know, a one-two top defenseman. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's an adjustment for a, a, a Swedish player, uh, particularly a defenseman, to come over and play on that smaller ice. Yeah. Uh, although I do enjoy watching European defensemen uh because they know how to use their butt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, North American defensemen have never figured that out. <laughs> no. I, have, I have no idea <laughs> why. Style, yeah. yeah, but it, it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, you can see that he's going to be that he's going to get there now. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm totally convinced he's going to get there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the uh, I was just talking to uh, P. Harvey's dad out in the parking lot before I came up here. He's a yeah. scout, right? And. Uh, uh, you know that they had him, and you know, just an unbelievable speed. Yeah. I mean, and you thought that this kid, you know, you could harness that and you know have him go into the corners and stuff like that. Yeah. But he he didn't get better. He yeah. was still that same kid that they got the first time, right? Yeah. So I don't know where his career goes. Probably back over here to Europe eventually. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. Uh, but those two kids aren't coming back. No, no. Uh, Lander and. Uh, 
and Clef Bomb are, uh, are going to have nice, solid, long pro NHL careers. Yeah. And they're definitely in Edmonton's future plans. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm, you have to have an asterisk beside Lander because all of a sudden with McDavid, uh, mm -hmm. uh, they've got a few centers around there. But, yeah, <laughs> but so I would think that, you know, he's got a lot of leadership in him yeah. that I don't think uh, has really been tapped yet. But a lot of people told me that from a lot of Swedish journalists told me that watch out because this kid's a you know he's going to wear a letter yeah, you know but yeah. it's going to take a while right yeah. and, and that's, you know i'm looking at him saying okay I mean, you've got to play in the league to wear the letter yeah, right? yeah. But, but he's uh, uh this was a breakout year for him yeah i have to ask you a bit about you know other swedish players there's a bit of a debate maybe going on a little bit i talked to ray ferrara about it the other day here about who's the best of all time and you've been covering the league for so many years i mean we got the forsberg the Lindstrom's, Sandin, you got now in the league, Henrik Lundqvist, the Sadin, Satterberg, and so on and so on. Who would you... Well, I like those Detroit Red Wings a lot. Then yeah. They don't get the kind of publicity or stature that uh, that their careers deserve. I mean, they're winners. They they do the little things that, uh, you know, don't end up in the highlight reels and, and all that sort of thing. So they're up there. I think you have to, uh, you know, look back at the... Uh, well, I, th there were a couple guys that I I was really fond of as, as, a, as a writer and a person uh, that were up with the Winnipeg Jets and the World Hockey Association that I, you know, uh, Hedberg and Nilsson. I thought yeah. those two guys were, don't keep them out of the conversation because yeah. of the time they were in the game, but they were, you know, absolutely magical to watch. And I watched a lot of them because it was always Edmonton versus Winnipeg. And those, and, yeah, in those days, uh, yeah. Uh, um, and people don't realize this, but those two guys have a lot to do with how the Edmonton Oilers became the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, There's Glenn Sather, who took over the team, was watching them with Winnipeg in the WHA and said, that's the kind of hockey we want to play. Uh, and that's the kind of hockey that, they yeah. played. I mean, that game doesn't exist anymore, but, uh, <laughs> but it existed for, you know, 10 of the most marvelous years of my life. And, and it was uh, a speedy, high-flying, and, offensive kind of game. You know, game. I mean, poor Grand Fear. I'm glad he made the Hall of Fame, but, I mean, there were some nights there that, uh, you know, they'd come by and say, hi, Grant, home, bye. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those were some special guys. And then, of course, somebody that's mentioned a lot in this conversation is Boris Alming. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he, he was... Uh, uh, you know, with what uh, Toronto didn't have a lot of success, and uh, um, but he was uh, kind of, you know, uh, I guess you'd, you'd say he was a, a flag carrier for Sweden in a lot of ways. Uh, uh, you know, uh, th there were. Uh, you know, you had that expression, chicken Swedes, and all mm -hmm. that that was over there for, you know, a couple of decades. Don Cherry still thinks it's that way. But, uh, <laughs> That's kind of sad. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I remember a Swedish coach at a Canada Cup, you know, yeah. when it, before the Olympics came along. Yeah. And I, I was my question that got the answer that they probably you've probably heard in Sweden many, many times, but I asked, they, they lost, I don't know, their last game before the... Yeah. playoffs or something and I said you know looking back how would you analyze the team yeah. and he said too many Swedes yeah. <laughs> I think it was Anders Kallers yeah. that I yeah. <laughs> and uh, but uh, but he was he was uh, you know 
he was a Canadian type hockey player, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and I think he's important in Swedish NHL history for for being that. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Back during the lockout, I, I spent some time going from country to country here. Uh, including the stupidest road trip I ever took with IMG. With the, the, we came to, went to Riga, Moscow, St. Petersburg, yeah. uh, Pilsen outside of town here, yeah, uh, yeah. two or three places in Sweden, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, just all over. the. Uh, we were up by uh, Krakow there. and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> But uh, also, you know, just because the lockout was on, this is where yeah. hockey was, right? Yeah. And I can't remember who it was, but he he told me one thing about like all the North American players are coming over to, you know, to spend their seasons and still play hockey. And, in Europe, is there? And, and, and he, he said, you learn something about hockey players by saying seeing where they went, okay? Yeah. He said, if, you're, if you want to spend the year for the lifestyle, you know, he said, you're probably in Switzerland, okay? Yeah, yeah. Said if you're over for the money, you're probably in Russia. Mm-hmm. But if you're over for the hockey, you're probably in Sweden, mm-hmm. which I thought spoke volumes of, yeah. uh, of Swedish hockey. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> How about this Swedish team uh, here in the World Championships? I mean, players like Philip Forsberg and Oliver Ekman Larsson makes it pretty exciting to watch Sweden, right? Yeah, I think uh, to this point, and, and the, tr- the trouble with this championship is is, uh, you know, whatever is going on in Ostrava or Ostrava or wherever you want to pronounce it. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I know I should be religiously watching some of these games, but uh, there's Prague out there, right? Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched what I should have. No, I uh, but from what I've seen so far, uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see Sweden and Canada in the final if the mm-hmm. if the bracket path leads to that. Exactly, I'm not sure yeah, how it works, yeah, but... Yeah. But of course, I mean, Finland have a Pekarina who's on top of his game. Yes. And, and the Russians, you know. In a but way he lost game. four games in the playoff series or he wouldn't mm-hmm. be here. Right? Uh, that's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> but who impresses you most in Team Sweden, would you say? Is it Philip or Oliver or some, some uh, other player? Well, I, I'm not really sure. Uh, because I think the uh, one of the things that makes that team is uh, is is that it's not one person you're... Oh, okay. You know, like when the Sedins yeah. would come over... Uh, Yeah. But you know, uh, uh, you know there was always, you know when when uh, Forsberg played, uh, uh, you know there was always that dominant. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure there's a although the Philip has Quite got some goals, yeah, got some points and stuff. Mean, yeah. but I'm not really sure that there's a a go-to dominant guy on this team like that. I think if they win this thing, they'll win it as a team. Yeah. yeah. Who will win the Stanley Cup? Do you think? Well, I I I. I Picked the uh, Anaheim Mighty Mighty Ducks, Mighty, yeah. <laughs> uh, at the start, uh, and I said they'd beat the New York Rangers uh, in the final. Um, I'm 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 not going to change my mind, but uh-huh. I didn't expect the Chicago Blackhawks to be there. I thought they'd be gone by now. Yeah. Um, I was shocked with the uh, with the the series the Calgary Flames have given Anaheim. They only got one win so far, or two now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but uh, They, uh, it's really difficult. I'm, I'm starting to appreciate what you guys go through trying to follow stuff over there because uh, <laughs> my clock and that clock isn't uh, cool. <laughs> uh, uh, it's weird. Uh, and and, and uh, you know, I, let's put it this way: the, the the hockey in the Western Conference is so much better, yeah, it's yeah. so much higher than the Eastern Conference. It's a big difference. Uh, but the Stanley Cup is a marathon, and it's uh, and it's an, uh, you know. 
so many times there's been one team get to the final healthy and it doesn't and the other team not right no, so, so un- until you get there uh, you know don't make any bad bets no, it's hard to tell my final question uh, we need to talk about the big maybe I mean I'd say the best player in this world championships without a doubt Sidney Crosby I mean when he was well, he hasn't out, been the best player no, in this world championships <laughs> <laughs> but at the same I mean <laughs> he, he kind of saves the best for last sometimes I'm thinking well, of the Olympics for example yeah, but yeah. but when he got knocked out with Pittsburgh out of the playoffs he called he, he called, called nobody I didn't I mean I'm already over here right yeah. uh, in Vienna with the team and uh, it was uh it surprised everybody i mean uh, um you know <laughs> I, i was kind of laughing cuz uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins who we mentioned from the Oilers uh, uh was supposed to be coming he was yeah. he made the team he was on the list and everything like that and then had to withdraw cuz the doctor didn't injured, clear yeah, him right yeah. but i'm thinking you know what if he had made the team yeah. <laughs> uh sorry said we don't have room. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> but uh Uh, he came over, and uh, he didn't just come over. They had two other guys come over, right? Yeah. But he came over, and he was on the like the next plane. The you know virtually, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he took less than twenty four hours to to pack and everything that you have to do. And uh, and uh, he was at practice over there. They didn't play him in the game against Austria over there, but they did. Play, he was at practice the, the day before. Uh, he's uh, fit right in. He, he's, uh, I mean, they gave him the C obviously because. Uh, <laughs> You know, it would have been a huge story if they yeah, didn't. Yeah, and, yeah, and, of course, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's really going to be interesting, like I said, to see how he finishes this up because yeah. he has, you know, Sidney Crosby before those concussions was a dominant player like we were talking about with some of the Swedes, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he hasn't been a dominant player since. Yeah, uh, and you've got, and the other thing, you've got Malcolm playing up in, uh, in Ostrava there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just scored his first goal of the tournament. Mm-hmm. That might have been this recently, yeah. today or yesterday. Yeah. I forget the days run together. And it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, you know, the two of them together. You know, you figure should have won more than one Stanley Cup by now with that. Uh, you know, with the players the that they surrounded players. with. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to watch Sydney once we get into that quarterfinal game because yeah. a lot of people don't realize that as they see Canada with two Olympic gold medals. But they haven't won a quarterfinal playoff game in this tournament for one, two, no, three, four, year, five. Yeah. This will be the sixth yeah, year. Yeah. They haven't won a gold medal since uh, almost since the last time we were here. But yeah. uh, uh, I think it's eight years or something, something like that. Like that yeah, and right. uh, yeah. so it's going to be interesting to watch. You know, Sidney Crosby when uh, you know it's 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 uh, you know especially if it's an overtime, wouldn't that yeah, be? Oh, yeah. Especially, if, I'd love to see. <laughs> Canada get into a gold medal game in this tournament in overtime, and I'm, I'm going to be the rest of the players. Are, I'm going to be watching Sidney Crosby. Yeah. To, I don't know who the Aginla is that'll get the puck over to no, him, but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's the finish of this tournament. Uh, thank you very much for your oh, my for pleasure. Your time. Enjoyed yeah. the conversation. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks. har lyssnat på en podcast från Expressen. Ansvarig utgivare är Thomas Mattsson. Fler poddar hittar du på expressen.se-podcast och på iTunes.